Hey, warriors, welcome to the Untamed Life podcast, where we are breaking free from those chains of the past and rising to lead extraordinary lives. I believe it's time for us to ditch the rules of this world that are keeping us enslaved in the grind, playing from behind, and instead opt into a conscious and strategic upgrade, one that is founded in spiritual principles that can only be accessed through the power of the heart. So if you are craving deeper, more meaningful relationships, vibrant bodies full of life force, true prosperity in all arenas, and a life of adventure, this podcast is for you. My name is Christine Jewell. I'm a high-performance coach and spiritual mentor, and together we will awaken the king or queen you are destined to be so that you can experience the fullness of life that's waiting for you. Let's dive in. All right, all right. Welcome back to another episode of The Untamed Life. It's Christine Jewell coming at you today. Today is a casual day. Those of you who are catching me on video, I've got a hat on. It's a hat day. It's a casual day. I just came inside from a glorious um, little nap siesta in the sunshine. <laughs> I did. It's 2.30 in the afternoon and I was finding myself just kind of like resisting, resisting, resisting. And I finally said, screw it. I'm going to lay down what I really crave. My body is just craving to go lay in that grass lay in the sun just for a few minutes and just be like deeply nourished, right? And uh, I did. I gave myself that gift. Whew, and I'm telling you, I feel amazing, 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 amazing. And I just feel like I just got a big dose of nourishment. I did. I got a big dose of vitamin C. I had the sunlight pouring in, like really just saturating my bones, my soul, warming me up like this golden blanket. I had the earth holding me. My two pups were sitting there kind of trying to, kind of trying to figure out what is she doing laying in the grass in the sun? Uh, is it playtime or what? And they were, they were cuddling with me. So, uh, but you know, this, this, this thing in itself, taking a, a little siesta, it was about 20 minutes. I was out there, maybe 30. I was loving it, to be honest. It's something that I would not have done ever in my previous lifetime, right? It's just like, what are you doing? You cannot just lay around in the afternoon. Like there's things to do. And I had a whole list of things that I was working on, but I just felt this like resistance, resistance, resistance. It was like, I was kind of moving through thick mud. You know, I was trying to get it done. I was like, God, what is going on with my my clarity right now. Like, I feel like I'm walking through quicksand. It just feels thick, you know, around me. Um, and I was just, I couldn't get that clarity, that precision that I was looking for. So I finally just went outside. I took my lunch outside and I, I asked myself the question, like, okay, what matters most? It's like, I need to feed myself, number one, right? Because I know how important it is to fuel your brain. I'm going somewhere with this story, by the way. And I also was like, you know, what, what else? Like, cause it, that wasn't complete yet. And so I'm like, I just need to sit here in the sun, close my eyes. And then I started to do a little meditation and I was like, I'm going one step further. I'm laying on the grass, right? It's kind of like give you an indicator of where I was today. But the whole point of this is that coming out of it, man, I feel so just relaxed, right? Refocused, re-energized, recalibrated. I love to these micro recalibrations and just giving yourself what your body needs in the moment, like what we really need in the moment to get us back into the right place, back into alignment, you know, and, and I want to, what I want to talk about today is really 
this conversation around boundaries, it's been coming up a lot in my coaching containers and my conversations as, as many of my people, you know, are stretching and upgrading and growing and being called into the next level of leadership, right? They can, they're kind of in those two worlds where they have this old identity, where they have these, all these responsibilities and roles that they were used to playing and all of these things that would naturally just get stacked on their to-do list all the time. And they're also in this space where there's a new identity, a new role, a new vision, you know, a new position basically unfolding that they're creating either in their own organization, in, you know, organizations that they're chairing or being a part of or whatever. And so you know, there's this, there's this stretch of like, okay, now I'm stepping into the next season, the next role, the upgraded, you know, 2.0, 3.0, 10.0 version of my leadership. And I'm getting stretched yet again. And so one of the places that we get stretched, of course, is our schedule. So today's conversation is about like, how do we navigate those times when we're getting stretched, when we know we're in that growth point, like really, and we are at this place where, you know, maybe you're in a transition between the old and the new, the old system, the new systems, you know, the upgrades, and there's still like all this stuff you're saying yes to that you know that you know, like I got to say no to this stuff. Or maybe you've just upgraded your standards and the way you experience your life and then this old stuff starts creeping in and you're like, okay, I got I to gotta hold the standard. I got to hold this new one. But this stuff just keeps pulling on me, kind of pulling me back, right? These old demands, these old things, these expectations everyone has on me and my maybe my inability to say no right to other people maybe it's that people pleasing tendency that's still hanging around right um or maybe it's that sense of obligation that we have right so there's a couple things that keep us in this loop and and what i I'm not going to unpack those too much because I want to talk about three things that you can do when you're in this place that'll get you back into the good zone, the sweet spot, right? The state of flow and give you the clarity and give you the spaciousness so that you don't feel that pressure stacking, that overwhelm that kind of leaves you like, okay, I am exhausted. I'm trying to be all the things to all people and I actually know it, but I don't know how to break the cycle right? So that's what we're really talking about today. But if we're in that position and you're finding yourself where things are just stacking and stacking and stacking and your schedule is getting stacked and the demands of everybody else are stacking on top of you and you're starting to feel that overwhelm, that pressure, and maybe you're, you are putting in things that you would even love to do, right? Like you're, maybe you are putting in your workouts and maybe you are putting in work that, that is aligned to the new business that you're rolling out or the new projects that you're rolling out, but you're also still doing all the old things, right? So you're not able to enjoy, you're not getting the joy <laughs> out of doing the things that you know that I should be getting joy out of this, right? Like I, I feel like I should be enjoying this, but right now I'm kind of resenting or exhausted or not able to really feel <laughs> the excitement around this, like what's going on. Okay. So first of all, I already addressed it. Like what is going on? Number one, we're, we're taking on too many things that are not ours, right? Any longer. We're going through repetitive patterns and cycles rooted in our old identity, who we used to think that we are, like our old self, right? We're always evolving. We're always growing. Hopefully there's new layers of us coming up and we got to keep clarifying every step of the way. Like, where am I now? What's important to me now? Like, what are my responsibilities now? Right? Because otherwise we just default. We default to what the body knows what it has known in the past, the experiences of the past, and it just starts recycling, you know, the same old patterns. So the first thing is like, 
recognizing, okay, I am taking too much on, right? I'm taking too many things on. Overwhelm is always a symptom of a lack of clarity and taking too many things on. And, you know, um, people will say not having boundaries, right? But I'm going to invite you into a completely different way of considering looking at having boundaries. Because even when you think about that, it's like it's very contractive, right? So it's it's really like this ability to say no to the things that are not for you anymore, that are not in alignment with your vision, the mission, exactly where you're going, what you're creating. And you can do it graciously, right? But we still have maybe some of that fear of other people, you know, being disappointed in us or uh, us letting people down or us not getting the love from them or the acceptance or, you know, wanting to remain in contact and that person that they reach out to when they have you know, um, new client opportunities coming up or new projects, or they need someone to sit on their board. Like we love to be that person. And so we say, yes, 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 yes. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. But we know that deep inside it's like, well, I'm kind of hanging on to a past identity, past roles. Um, you know, these past, uh, I'm going to call them blueprints around like what, what I wanted everybody to want me to be for them instead of owning fully 100% right now. What is the vision right now? What am I excited about creating now? Where is God leading me now? And what are my full hell yeses like right now that I get to focus on? So this is a conversation around clarifying and refocusing and re-energizing yourself so that you can start saying yes to the right things and letting the things that are no longer for you, like really releasing them, not in a place of like, oh, I got to have boundaries so I can protect myself from all these outside influences, but really so that you can just be so clear that those things are not pulling on you any longer, right? And you can be at ease about that. So I want to break down three quick things that I think, or maybe four, that I think will be really helpful here. Number one is when you're in these seasons, I want to invite you to come back to that vision, right? That vision of what are you actually creating, right? What are you consciously creating in this season of your life? What do you desire? What are you longing for? What are you moving towards experiencing more of in terms of the work that you're doing, the gifts that you're putting out into the world, right? The projects you're saying yes to, like even just the flow of your day. So if we don't, we hear this all the time. I think it's in Proverbs. It says, you know, a man without a vision (laughs) will perish, right? Um, And when when there's no vision, that's also when massive distractions come in, addictions come in because we distract ourselves with things that are addicting because we try to feel good because we don't really know where we're going. So coming back to that North Star and reclaiming, right, we kind of reclaiming like our agenda of where we're headed, right, and which direction we're going, um, gives us that freedom again and allows that other stuff to fall off, all that extra weight, all that other burden without us feeling guilty or bad or whatever, because we're clear, right? We have clarity. So a simple exercise that I actually love to do, I haven't, hadn't done it in a while until I brought it up to two of my clients over the last week. Cool that they're clients that are also married together. Um, 
married to each other, but I brought them up on totally separate coaching calls. And it was super cool because it came back to the surface. I'm like this, I got to redo this myself. And it is that ideal day exercise. Something that I've done many, many times throughout the course of history. I used to have my teams do it, my staff members. I had many clients do this, but here it is in a nutshell is if you could wave a magic wand, literally, and the way that you would want more of your ideal days to look like, to flow, right? From waking up to the moment you fall asleep, like what would that ideal day look like, right? What are some things that you would be doing in that ideal day that are really aligned, that are really life-giving, that are energizing you and actually stacking all of your hell yeses? So what I mean by that, it's like, yes, there's connection that's meaningful with the right people. And yes, there's meaningful work. And yes, there's time to eat healthy and, and you know, sit down for meals. And yes, there's time, right? And it's not about the perfect day where you put everything in because you may have a perfect work day. You may have an ideal, I don't like that word perfect. So an ideal workflow day, that's a creative day. You might have an ideal day of leadership training days. You might have an ideal day on vacation with your family. You may have different variations of this. Of course you will. Or you may just write this exercise as like, okay, these are the components that really get to be in my life on a daily basis, right? And so, Giving yourself permission to actually recognize these things, to honor these things, to recognize where you're at, what what your body wants to experience more of, what your heart is excited about, where your soul is getting lit up, right? Where your gifts want to be poured right now, where God is guiding you and really feeling that being in that space and that energy in the essence of that day. What's interesting is when I do this exercise with people, and a lot of times I'll actually walk through this with my clients because it's funny what happens. You know, I notice two things happen when we do this. Number one is that we we kind of sell ourselves short, right? We put in what we think would be realistic or what we think is possible right now based on our current circumstances. And that is not the exercise. The exercise here is actually to stretch you, not based on your ideal or your current circumstances, stretching you so that you can't handle it, but to get you back out of that, you know, mental (laughs) exhaustion and congested place into the place of dreaming, expanding, problem solving, creating. What does it look like? Imagining what would it be possible? What would you really love to do? And giving yourself permission to really acknowledge it, right? Instead of settling for what you think you can fit in or what it might look like. That, that, so that's number one that I see is kind of like watering it down, trying to make it adjusted to what we think is realistic based on our current circumstances. Instead of like, you know, this, this would be amazing. Like I would love <laughs> to experience, you know, waking up rested. That was something that we put one of my clients. And I remember a time in my life where I actually wrote that down. Like I want to wake up rested. It would be amazing to wake up rested without an alarm clock. It would be amazing to not have to be at my desk before 11 or 12 or 11 AM, you know, and 12 and have the morning mornings to really like exercise and do my spiritual work and then create, you know, still be working, be creating, but not be delivering, um, or producing things like knocking things off the list, right? I'm a creator. I'm an artist. So that was what was important to me. You might be totally different, right? This is not, there's no right or wrong way to do this, but it's again, giving yourself the clarity to, uh, to have some spaciousness, to 
re-examine what's important to you, what do you value, what, the, what, what would be the ideal flow, right? What would be included in your day? Giving yourself permission to explore what that might look like and really like giving yourself permission to go through this exercise. So I see people settling. The other thing I see is when people start doing this, it's like, it would be awesome to have a morning where my husband, my wife, my kids don't A, B, C, D, E, F, G, you know, like I would be awesome to go to work without having anybody like bother me or having any fires to put out and and be careful of that. Because again, we're flipping it and we're like, I'm just trying to avoid, (laughs) I'm just trying to avoid problems or situations instead of what are you actually excited about creating and experiencing, right? So it's like a nice little morning where I have more than enough time to eat, to do a workout, to get my, you know, my head straight about what I'm really focused on this day. Maybe walk the dogs quiet, right? There's a calm ease to my mornings. Then I go into work. I'm contributing with my leadership team in the mornings, one-on-one deep connections, getting to know where these guys are at, these girls are at, right? Like stay in the creative energy, not like falling into the trap of like, what would be amazing to have a night when nobody's arguing, right? Pay attention to that. The second thing here, so that's vision. That's number one is what is the ideal day? The exercise, the game is that magic wand. I love that. And it's such a powerful but simple thing. And I'll tell you that what it does is it gets your subconscious also kind of primed up to start thinking of ways to execute, to let that manifest, to unfold in your life. And I'll tell you that a lot of the things, most everything, 100% almost, of what I have written down in my ideals in the past have already manifested and and more, right? Like things that I wrote down in the past that I was like, there's no way, like this seems like too far of a stretch or it is literally my life, you know, and it's because being slowing down, taking the time and space to be intentional about clarifying, dreaming, stretching, giving yourself permission, making sure that you are staying out of the place of scarcity and negativity, not in the sense that like I have to be toxically positive all the time, but that you're staying in the creative zone of what do I actually want to paint, right? If I'm painting a picture of a day, of a flow, what does that feel like, right? So you're staying on what you're actually creating. The second thing I want to unpack here is this idea of boundaries. Obviously, when you look at that and you're like, okay, great. So how do I, like, if I was to have a micro version of that right now, like these components, like, what would I be saying a full yes to? The question a lot of people say is like, okay, I need to put more boundaries in so that people don't disrupt my mornings or so that people don't rob my energy. And I talk a lot about being a fierce protector of your energy, right? Like I am a big advocate of fiercely protecting the territory of our homes, our hearts, our bodies. You hear me say that over and over and over again. And, you know, the upgrade to staying in that space of being so clear on what you're protecting is really what you're maintaining the integrity of, what you're not willing to allow to be compromised. So you're just really going to focus your energy, your creative power, your focus into saying yes to what gets to go in this container, what gets to go in these schedules, like what you are going to be working on, focusing on. And naturally, by default, you are going to say, well, no, thank you. I'm not available for that, right? So the focus again, when we say like, I have to create boundaries, it's a lot of like, what am I saying no to? And that's okay. We, we got to get some clarity on that. But really what I'm inviting you into is like, what are you saying yes to? Like full on yes. 
because our brains are so wired on what we're trying to avoid, what we don't want to experience more of. And it's a lot of like what we're, we're blocking ourselves from and keeping away and trying to protect ourselves from. So this conversation today is really about coming back into like, what is, what am I creating? And what is a full yes for me right here, right now that I'm going to dedicate, you know, 80% of my energy my resources, my time. So you guys have all heard the 80-20 rule, right? Like 80% of the most amazing work that you'll create comes from 20% of your actions, right? 80% of your wealth comes from 20% of your clients or whatever it is. Like we've also heard that. Also that, you know, it goes both ways, right? So just coming back into like, where will I start to open that channel up and allow more and more of me to be even more focused, right? So if I'm going to make or create or co-create this life, right, that feels amazing to be in, what are the things that I'm saying 100% yes to? Like these things are in full alignment with my values. They're full in alignment with what I'm excited about delivering in this season of my life projects I'm excited about working on. They're a full yes in terms of my energetic bandwidth, right? And what I mean by that is like, they don't exhaust me. They're not going to drain me, right? They're going to leave me energized, fueled, refilled, right? Recalibrated. What does that get to look like, right? Who, who, what people get to be part of that, right? What are the people that get to be full yeses on the boat, right? I have often say this to, to, to my clients too, is like, who's going to get on the boat with you, right? We want people that are rowing in the same direction. If you're like, this is where we're going, we want people that are rowing in the same direction. We don't want to keep putting people on our boat that are either grabbing pails of water, dumping water in, <laughs> sinking our boat, or trying to paddle in the wrong direction. And this is a tough one, but it needed conversation because there's so many of us running companies, businesses, still holding on to team members or people that, you know, we still feel obligated to because they've been good to us in the past and they've, you know, they were there, but they're misaligned right now. They're not stepping up. They're not rising up. They're not growing. And maybe they are, um, people that can be mentored up, right. That can be trained up, but you know, that, you know, deep inside of you, if they are the right people for the the bus, the ship, whatever terminology you like to use, or they're not. And it's that the ability to be so clear on what you're saying yes to that you can graciously and lovingly just say like, this is where we're going. This is what we're focused on. This is what we'll allow in this environment. And it's okay if you're not, that's not for you, but this is the space that we're playing in. And these people naturally, these things start to opt out, right? And we can let them go as well, right? But it's, it's a different energy. So I wanted to bring that up because this concept of boundaries, it's like really getting clear on like, what do your mornings get to be about? What does the flow of your day get to be about? Like get so clear on that, that you don't, it naturally will not allow distractions or, um, you know, things to derail you, right? What is your afternoons, your evening, you know, with your family? What does that get to be about? What, what is your evening routine? Like get so clear on it that there's just no room for the other stuff. Right. And, um, notice, you know, part of that, you can notice like, what are the, the things that kind of taunt me and seduce me and, and gently like subtly start to pull me off course, because those subtle 
suggestive little distractions that shows us a lot where we still have some of those old operating systems. Like I'm going to use a simple example for me. Like I have, I used to be a graphic designer in my old life. First of all, because I'm an artist, I love to fiddle with graphics. I like pretty things. I am a visionary. So I see pictures in my head. So back early, early, early in my university days, I did some graphic design work. So there's still this part of my brain that's like, oh, you can just get in there and do your own graphic design. Just do it yourself real quick and then you know you can shoot it out I can do that right but it is not an effective use of my time and in fact if I start going down that rabbit hole what I find is usually like two hours have gone by I've been fiddling around in Canva or graphic design software I've probably messed the whole thing up and then I'm frustrated with myself because I'm like oh I didn't really create the thing that I was meant to create right which was either a podcast or a training or working on a chapter of the book right now my full yeses are being in creating contents trainings or or pages in the book right now that or coaching like that is it for me right now right and other than that it's connecting with my family or nourishing my body my spirit like that's pretty much like those are my hell yeses, right? And everything else, just as I get more and more clear on that, that other stuff like gets easier and easier and easier to just like, okay, who's going to do this for me? Who's going to take this off my plate? Who's better at me, better at this than me, right? So the distractions show us where there's like those parts of us that we're still attached to our old identity or like there might be some of those old programs lingering around that are like, well, if it's going to be, it's up to me or I can just do it better or um, I don't trust other people, whatever our things are, right? They're kind of, they bait us is what I'm saying. So notice whatever those little things are that just distract you, that derail you. It's like, oh, isn't that interesting? That's that old version of me that would used to, used to take that bait, Right. And I'm not, I'm not ruled by fear of other people's opinions anymore. I'm not worried about being rejected, um, or not being able to, not being the one that can fix their problem anymore. I'm okay with them solving their own problem, right? I've graduated, right? And, um, I just wanted to, to make sure that we, we lock that in. And, you know, the last piece here is as we are going through, and, and like I said, is like really coming back to, where I started, um, which was when I was doing this ideal day years ago, it felt like a huge stretch. But today, here I am, and much of it is like the old dream is now my everyday life. So the last thing I want to address here is just really being in the celebrations, right, um, of number one, how far you've come and how much of your life today was actually once a dream, right? Like, and recognizing that when you do this work, like it does manifest, it does come to pass. So if you can continue to be in it and, and do these exercises and get the clarity and bring yourself back, like you see the fruits of, of the work, right? Of the labor. And also just remembering on the second note around celebrations is just like having these moments to pause and celebrate, like, you know, little wins, little victories, right? Like, okay, I, I did that thing and I, and I felt nourished, right? Like, Today I'm celebrating a couple of things because I dropped my mother-in-law at the airport and then as I was coming back, I was, um, first of all, let me back up. I'm celebrating waking up without an alarm clock because I, I love that I'm in this vibe right now. I have been for a long time, but something I've been playing with lately is 
being able to just to tell my subconscious and also just tell, you know, God, like, wake me up at 6 a.m. Like, wake me up at 6 so that I can be up and I can spend time with you. And I just love how it works. It's like 5.58, you know, <laughs> boom, I'm up. And I'm up and I'm rested and I'm awake and it's like I'm ready to go do the thing. And I'm celebrating that because that was a decision to, you know, number one, direct my subconscious to do that and also ask that, you know, and it's the simple things like I'm celebrating that I ask in the simple things and that they do come to fruition, right? And then being able to get my workout in with the dogs and get my morning time with God in to prayer, you know, and then still get my mother-in-law to the airport by 830. And, and then on the way back, I was rushing back and I was feeling myself start to get in this like, oh, I got to get back and do all these things. And I thought, whoa, I do not experience my days like that anymore. I refuse. And I just pulled right in. I was driving by the lake and I pulled right in and I just took just a couple minutes there to just walk out into the water and, you know, just take a few minutes. And it was so funny because the things that I was stressing that I needed to come home and make decisions about and I was sitting on the fence and I was kind of like a little bit getting tormented with these indecisions that I had been sitting on, um, they, the answers just came to me just like that. It was like, boom, boom, here it is. This is how you're handling it. And literally I was impromptu, just listened, followed, went to the beach, sat there, walked out into the water and it's like, boom, it came. I was like, oh, thank you. Get in the car, come home. And you know, this is like, to me, what it means to be in flow, right? Is celebrating a day where there is actually the time and the space to honor my body and honor my spirit and be there for my family and have time to create and get the solutions I need, but it looks different, right? It doesn't look like get up, slam as many things in as you can, and then go sit at the desk and, and just grind it out. It looks very different. And, you know, celebrating that I can sit down and actually nourish my body and eat a good meal out on my patio. I get to work from home. And again, it's like after I eat, just having that moment to recalibrate my energy before I drop into the next round of creation. Um, had some team meetings this morning, right? So I'm in a lot of high creative mode right now, which requires a lot of my bandwidth, which also means I need a lot more spaciousness. So it's just about honoring, right? Wherever you're at, whatever you need and whatever system best supports you where you're at, right? And I want to finish this is like, this is what I'm talking about, celebrating and recognizing and acknowledging the things that are working for you that actually leave you more energized and more in alignment, right? More congruent, right? As I look back, I'm like, and I'm just noticing this now as I'm recording this podcast, it's like, yes, I got those things got done and there was, there was time for all the things and, and here I am, you know, I'm recording podcast um, episode one of two that's going to happen today. I've had my team meetings. I've, I've had my time for my workouts, my pets, my family, you know, and there's still some more things I get to work on later, but it's all very much in flow today. And, um, by the way, I'm going to say, it doesn't mean that I didn't have moments. I was resisting myself because even I was out there and I was resisting myself going, Oh, you should really go in. And the conversation is happening in my head. You know, that old version of me, those old programs that come up, and I feel that tug of war just for a moment. And sometimes it's for five minutes, but then I just, it's making that decision to stay in the lane that it is open, right? That's like, okay, it doesn't make logical sense to my old self for sure. But this is what 
I know that if I can follow this, this is more in alignment. This is congruent. This is going to give me what I need. This is going to be in alignment with my ideal day. And boom, it's, it just reopens, reopens, reopens the gates. So in recap, we talked about a lot of things today, but really like how do we navigate those times when we are feeling like we're in this transitions of two worlds? Maybe we're feeling overwhelmed. There's a lot of expectations. You know, it's really coming back to where, what are you consciously creating? What do you desire? What are you really focused on right now? That is a full yes. Get so clear on that. Write down that ideal day, right? Play with this. Um, it's a great conversation to have with your kids, even around school, your husband, whatever, and upgrade that idea around boundaries. You know, you may have been thinking about, I need to have boundaries. I need to have boundaries. And it's kind of like, when you fixate on saying like, I need to stop drinking, I need to stop drinking, or I need to stop eating junk food. You know, you just keep fixating on the thing, right? That's annoying you. That's the problem. Instead of what are you so focused on adding into your life that it naturally crowds out the other stuff, right? I'm going to repeat that because I think that's important. What are you so focused on adding into your life that is actually in alignment, in integrity with your values, like a full yes to your spirit that just naturally eliminates, removes, or um, just crowds out the things that are not for you anymore, right? That's not your role anymore, right? They're just outdated programs. As you get these distractions that come up, start to notice the parts of you that want to take the bait and just recognize, oh yeah, that's that old program coming up. Isn't that interesting? Just get curious with it. It's so fun to do that. And then remember to celebrate, pause and recognize and appreciate, you know, really how far you've come along the way and give yourself pockets to do the things that really like you can celebrate and see yourself along the way. I think this is a big one. Like we just don't party enough. We don't have enough fun. We party, but we don't stop to really feel joy. And that is something that I've really noticed in my own life is giving myself more and more permission to like, just be happy, right? To be joyful, to say like, thank you, God, this is amazing. Like I'm so happy and actually just celebrate for a moment, whether it's a moment, an evening, a weekend, whatever, right? Like making that a normal, normalizing celebration, right? Normalizing um, full-on yes days, you know, normalizing this exercise of ideal days and vision and making this all part of our normal conversation day in and day out. Super cool. So you guys, thank you for being here. Thank you for joining me in today's conversation. I hope that this was helpful for you. And if you um, can take a moment right now, I so, so appreciate if you're loving the show that you would drop into iTunes or Spotify and leave us a review. Also, make sure you connect with me at thechristinejewel.com. We've got master classes. We've got the initiation rolling out. There's lots of things that you can connect with me on to take this work further or learn how you can work with me one-on-one. -on -one. Um, so yeah, thank you for being here. Until next time. Go out there, play with this stuff, right? Like it's all play. There's no perfect way to do this. Um, we are always in the exploration of, of what's working, what isn't. We're always in the opting in, right, of the life that we want to create and experience more or the life that we're going to be enslaved to. And I believe that we're always coming closer into deeper union with our soul, our spirit, God, each other, or further away, more disconnection, division. So it is actually um, a beautiful journey, right, that we're walking on. And 
of discovery, of reconnection and clarification. So I thank you for being here. Until next time, here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously. Bye for now. Thanks again for joining me in today's episode. It is my intention to bring you valuable, heart-shifting content every time that will upgrade your life. If you're a new listener, make sure you follow the podcast so you can stay up to date as future episodes roll out. And I invite you to head on over and join my free community, Warriors of the Heart on Facebook. In there, you'll find bonus trainings, a game-changing assessment tool, and exclusive member-only offers. Until next time, Warriors, here's to loving fiercely and leading courageously in the untamed life, the only life worth living.